With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> Recorded live. All right. It is Saturday morning here in Brooklyn, New York, as well as uh, Ontario, Canada. And um, it is uh, nine, a little bit after 9 o'clock. Um, it is session two of the Qualifying Men program for Angela, and it is uh, Saturday, September 26th is what it is this mm-hmm. morning, and so we're going to get started. Okay. So so uh, how has it been since our first session for you? Like, what's the world look like? What's guys, you know, how, how do men look for you, to you, for you? What's going on? Anything different? Um whether you know whether it was any actions or any thoughts or any conversations, what's happened since we last talked is what I want to know. Okay, so I've been asking myself that question: What was he thinking? What that what, that would make him say or do what he did? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh my gosh, I'm coming up with a lot of information about what would I tell my 15 year old self. I'm saying to her so many things. I'm learning a lot about myself. Right, and I'm learning how um, how I operated in the past, how I was kind of destructive when it comes to me and relationships, mm. myself and relationships. So it's been really good for me. I'm looking at men a little bit differently. I'm really looking at myself a lot differently. Mm. <laughs> okay, so say some of the differences. That's what I want to hear. Right. So uh, you're meaning um, what are some of the things I would say to my 15-year-old self? Well, whatever the differences you said, you just said, you know, you, you saw lots of differences or whatever the exact. Yeah, I, so, yeah. I learned a lot about me and the fact that I um, I would say to my 15-year-old self to, to value myself, to be more, more careful of whom... Um, I allow to spend. I allow myself to spend time with, mm. right, and to realize that um, it's not so much about the man; it's about me when it comes to valuing myself. That I don't need validation from any man or anyone, really, mm. right? Well, I need to be be to know that I am enough. That it's me that matter, not him, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And well, learning that there's, there's nothing wrong to say or feel how I am feeling. Right. Right. And well, more. I don't know if I should go on. No, you please do because you you're just giving me stuff to address that I can support you in what you're saying. Mhm. You and know, so I wrote it down. I'll, like, sorry. Yeah, no, so I'll give you an example of what I mean. So people don't know this, what I'm about to say. People don't know this. They don't pay attention to this. They have no clue about what I'm mm-hmm. about to say. So 
generally speaking, there's a difference between people who have ideas, who know how to see and think stuff, but don't necessarily know how to execute what they see. And then mm-hmm. there are people who, who really can't see down the road, but they could take care of stuff and they know how to get stuff done now. Right. The people who can see, you know, stuff but not necessarily all that good at doing them are uh, leaders. They're visionaries. They can see tomorrow. They can see priorities. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily doers. Right. People who people who can get stuff done, they not necessarily can see tomorrow, but they can certainly get stuff done, and they're certain about it. They, they're confident about it. And those are managers. They know how to manage things. So mm-hmm. when a manager is successful around a leader who hasn't gotten their their uh, motivation or their the the success under their wings yet, a manager will blow off a leader as if they were nobody. Right. Because you got all these ideas, but you ain't doing nothing. Who are you? Get out of here, beat it. You got no credibility with me. Mm-hmm. Now there are other people like there are leaders that once a leader gets themselves up and running and they're successful, and they run across managers, they treat the managers like drag dolls. They treat them like like Muppets and make them do everything they want to do because mm-hmm. I'm in charge, I'm the leader, and so you ain't all that smart know how, so just do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's, the, that's, the, that's a large part of the difference between men and women is that men are managers, generally speaking, and women are leaders, generally speaking. Now, there's men who are leaders and women who are managers, but usually one party dis, dis, um, proves of or disregards the other because the other one's not as good at what they do as they are. Mm-hmm. You're, not as good a, you're not as good a manager as I am, so what's wrong with you? Right. You're not beat it. Or, you know, you can't see nothing. You got no vision. You know how to make your vision happen. Get out of here, beat it. You ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. And so when people run across others who don't have their skill set, they right. uh, criticize that person for not having the same skill set for them because mm-hmm. that skill set is easy for them. They yeah. don't even value their own skill set. Right. <laughs> because, like, oh, it's so easy. It ain't no big deal. I need to work on the stuff that I don't. I'm not good at because mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. So they treat their own lack of skill the way they treat other people without a lack of skill, with a lack of skill. Right. They treat you just the way they would treat themselves if they saw you, if they saw you, you know, if they saw themselves the way you are, right? And so yeah. they don't see, they don't see their, their specialty as a gift. Mm-hmm. So they can't respect their own gift. And so the reason why I'm bringing all of this up is because that's the essence of what happens when men put down women or look down on women and women see that men can do stuff, but they don't feel powerful because these guys can do stuff, but I can do stuff, so I don't know what it is, but I hope he likes me like that. Mm-hmm. That's the essence of, well, that's a large part. I shouldn't say that's the complete part because it's not the complete part, but that's a large part of why, you know, women surrender to men because men know how to get stuff done, and they don't. They only know what needs to get done, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. So you have to honor okay. your vision. Mm-hmm. When it so, all, yeah, when it all comes down, when it's all said and done, you got to honor your ability to see and create a vision and then uh, to enroll somebody in, in partnering with you to execute it. That's the bottom uh-huh. line. And right. Now, now he's going to say something? 
Yeah, I'm going to continue. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of what you said is like it's me in a nutshell in some cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. So, so I would say to my to her to when you grow up, remember that men feel the same way you do. Remember that you are deserving of love. Love yourself. Focus on you. Be a little selfish. And wait. You are more powerful than you know. Don't be so attached to what people think about you or how they feel about you. Be confident. It is not always about you. They have their own issues. So, And I said, men are insecure too. Don't give him more than he gives you. Do not settle for less than you want or deserve in the way of how you should be loved. And your time is more valuable. Um, I would tell her that not to rely on my feelings, to to, um, to use my brain. Think, stop reacting, and stop, stop acting on only your feelings. Follow your, um, use your brain. Right? And not just rely on your feelings. Um, the fact... Oh, what is that? can't even read my own writing. I was writing that. <laughs> uh, know that you um, you matter as much as the other person and feel good about yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. Learning there is uh, nothing wrong with... I said that already. Nothing wrong with saying how you feel or... Um, what you say, and that uh, people don't have to reciprocate for you to feel good about you, right? When we tell ourselves not to do something, like give in to your feelings, we we do it anyway. We want to do it even more. So um, I will tell her to to respect herself and to not tolerate anyone that is disrespecting her. You are not going to change anyone by um, putting up with their crap. Don't uh, assume anything about anyone. Don't make excuses for anyone, which is by the making way, by you. The way, by the way, mm-hmm. I will tell you now that I am going to um, write down as one of my posts today what you just said, which is you can't change anybody by putting up with their crap. <laughs> That's okay, awesome. good. Right. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm telling you right now, I'm put, writing it down, and I'm not giving you no credit for it, all right? I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I got, I, I, every day I put up five posts, right? And when I, if somebody inspires me, I'm writing it because everybody needs to know it. You know what I mean? So, but uh, Exactly. But that's awesome. I've never, I've never even said that before. That's good. Say that one again. Right. Say that one again. I said you're not going to change anyone by putting up with their crap. Don't assume <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so, so awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, my God, Sonny. Oh, man. Oh, right? Okay. Yep. That was me getting mad and, like, realizing, oh, my gosh, who they who they think they are? Don't assume <laughs> anything about anyone. Don't make excuses for anyone, which is making you, making you less than you are, making you feel less than you are. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you really don't know the truth about that person, and you need to face the truth, right? Yeah. Uh, the men that don't uh, need men don't need my help. I don't have to prove that I like or love them by helping them. 
um, allowing them to be helpless and to feel less than a man. I don't need to be a mar- to play martyr. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't need to be a martyr. You don't need to be um, lied to by a man to feel good about yourself. Just because you like him doesn't mean that he likes you. And vice versa, just because he likes you doesn't mean that you have to like him, right? You don't have to pretend to like him, right? So, and don't be so quick to jump to conclusions. Trust your informed instincts. There. Love it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I've been doing a lot of thinking, asking myself and, you know, going over it. I must have asked a million times. And just thinking because I'm alone, so I'm able to think. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I really enjoyed it, too. It was good. <laughs> I got it. Me, too. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you probably got about three of them in there. I could use a post down the road somewhere along the line. Man. Right. <laughs> hmm. Love it. Okay, great. Good. Mm-hmm. So, um... So let me see here. What do you want to say about um, that question? What what came up for you about that question? Um, The question that it really was not really about the man, but maybe it's um, about me putting up with with what he's doing because maybe something is wrong or maybe he, uh, because of what he's going through, that uh, perhaps it has him feeling or saying or doing what he's saying. I don't know. It may not even be about me. It would be about him. Got it. Right. Excellent. Anything else? And uh, I also um, I've learned that I don't have to really be afraid at all of saying how I feel as long as I'm not attached to what he may say or do. Right? In way of um, if I want to call, if I want to say something, then I could say it without feeling bad if he's not reciprocating. Because as long as I'm being myself, and also as long as I'm not being allowing myself to be used. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Okay, so I called that guy. I texted him, and we had a little conversation. And I, I picked up, that's why I said learning to trust my instincts. I picked up that... Uh, like he's running away, he's hiding something. So mm. then I realized, oh my gosh, I because initially I didn't even like him. I know that that mm. he's not the right guy for me, and I'm like, and I put up with it, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, if only you knew. I gave away my power in that sense, right? Mm. And by making him feel good, I'm like, what the heck? So I decided, no, I could say or do what I feel without having been attached to anything. Right, and it's up to them as long as I'm being myself and I'm happily being myself, then it's okay. I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, that was that was that was powerful. I mean, you know, by you asking that question, you get yourself out of the way and you get a chance to see what's really there. Mm-hmm. That question is almost it's almost as good as saying, "Okay, God, I don't know what's going on here. Will you tell me, please?" It's mm-hmm. always the same thing. It's really that 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 powerful. It's really that um, much access to reality, right? You know what I mean? It's like it's it's powerful. I love it, love it, love it, love it. 
Okay, good. You are um, you are a star student, man. I am. Oh yeah, are you kidding? Oh, I mean, God. this this these are the best answers I ever got from anybody, and I've been doing this call. I've been doing this program since the beginning of 2011. I ain't heard nobody give me pro- uh, answers that good on that one yet. Please. Are you serious? Oh, oh my God. You go ahead with your bad self, my sister. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sorry for everybody else that I that I said didn't do as good as y'all heard. Y'all did good in all areas. In case anybody like you know NSA steals this and puts it up there or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna move into session two now. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with men? Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing at all is wrong with men. It's just that they don't really know who they are. Well, guess what? Guess what? Mm-hmm. You're in the you're in the minority with that opinion. Right. You're in the minority. Most women have plenty of things that's wrong with men that they could say if I asked them that question. Right. Plenty. Well, I'm gonna tell you some of the things that women say are wrong with men. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Now you've experienced some of this, but you know they think right. that men are they think that men are this. So right. jerks, jerks, players, betrayers, abusive, angry, too nice, cheaters, wimpy, liars, all about sex, shallow, uh, mm. Mr. Fix It, uh, bitch, bitchy. Uh, insensitive, lazy, won't talk to me, ignores me. I don't know what the difference between those two. Are. I got to figure that out. Um, inconsiderate, stop romancing me. Stupid, doesn't understand me. Untrustworthy, slow, selfish, broke, non-committal, irresponsible, intimidating, dangerous, weak. Egotistical, wanting a mother, too fast sexually, annoying, reverse honesty. Let me tell you about reverse honesty because nobody knows unless I explain it to them because somebody had to explain it to me. Reverse honesty is when a guy will be honest with somebody he don't like but won't be honest with somebody he do like because he's scared to lose them. Reverse honesty. Oh, really? Okay, never heard that one before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, some of the women had to explain that one to me. Uh, one track mind, deadbeat dad, vetoers. A vetoer uh, is somebody that you know when when the president vetoes something from Congress, right. that, they have the they have the power to say no, and you can't turn it, you can't change it. That's what the vetoer is, right? <laughs> so that's what guys okay. do. Um, where are we at? Workaholic, difficult, mm-hmm. don't know what they want around relationships, doesn't listen to me. Scared to commit, doesn't like change, too focused on success, overburdened, stubborn, impetuous, doesn't take care of themselves. That's a long list, right? Yeah. So what the heck? Why do they want them then if they're like that? That's an excellent question because I've asked that question a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you in okay. I know women says all of this, but every mm-hmm. woman just about has something on there they contributed to this, to this list. Right. Now, right. Here's, here's the problem. 
The problem is men are dealing with women, and they know that there's this thick-ass fog. Mm-hmm. Men know that there's this thick fog that they're walking through that's all it is. Yes, for them. So, well. Yeah, so so men have to get up the nerve to be rejected, and they have to get up the nerve to, to walk past all of that attitude, all of that mm-hmm. judgment, all of that assessment of men wow. in order for them to have the nerve to even say something to you. Mm-hmm. They wow. already know women think that men are bums. And, they, and you know, they, they know that women want to be with men, but they also know that women think men are bums in all of the ways that I said, some way, shape, or form. They don't know it consciously. They don't know it specifically. But they mm-hmm. know that women got a bunch of this stuff happening. Going right. On and and then on and how they got it is because they got treated crummy somewhere along the line. Every man that's not married that didn't marry their high school sweetheart by the time they're twenty five, they didn't got their key teeth kicked in so many times it ain't even funny. Mm-hmm. They've read about this, they've heard about that, they've seen this, they've experienced that. All of that, all of this stuff in here. And then if a guy's got any of these weaknesses and they're really weak, now they got to deal with that from, you know, from reality as well as from experience. Right. So a guy who's lazy, who actually really is lazy, you know, he's going to be dealing with that in the background when he's dealing with a woman. So he's walking through, you know, you know what it's like? This is kind of like what it is like. Mm-hmm. When a public speaker gets in front of the room, everybody listens to the, you know, everybody expects a public speaker to be great because most people are scared to be public speakers. So if you up there being a public speaker, you must mm-hmm. be pretty good. So people automatically assume that a public speaker is going to be at least pretty good if mm-hmm. he's got, he or she's got the nerve to get in front of the room, right? So right. what that means is a public speaker walks into a favorable environment when he starts to talk. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, hey, this guy here, he must know something. Let's listen to what he got to say. Now, when a man walks over to a woman, unless her hormones is raging when she first saw him, she's Mm -hmm. walking into a crowd that's like, this motherfucker, and I'm, you know, cursing on purpose now, so that's what made me think. This motherfucker better know what he's talking about because I don't even know if I like him and all the other guys that treated me bad and, you know, men ain't shit and men ain't that and, like, that's that's what a man has to walk through. He ain't walking through, oh, he's a public speaker. He must be good. No, she walks in, all those other motherfuckers like that. This motherfucker, I need to make sure he ain't doing none of that dumb shit over there. You know, like all all the guys, my father left me, and, you know, my other guy cheated on me, and, you know, all of that. And he got to walk through all of that shit just to say, hi, I hope you like me. Because she ain't coming over to him because she's too busy being pissed off at all the men in the world. Right. So that's what it's like for a man. That's just that hello. Wow. And for women that are negatively impacted, that stays the whole relationship. And if it stays mm-hmm. the whole relationship, the, the longer it stays in the relationship, the shorter the relationship ends up being. Right. Because he can't put up with all that negative crap. That ain't me. Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I remember, I remember one time, um, I, I think I was separated about six months or something at the time, mm-hmm. and I was living somewhere else, and and um, my, you know, this is, I was living in Jersey City, and there was, um, I was I went to, I was working at 
Jersey City's Newport Mall, nice size mall. And uh, there was a woman that I was interested in. We never did hook up, but uh, I was interested in her. She flirted with me. I think she was just curious to see. I think she actually knew who she was, and she could tell I was having some challenges, so she never did give us a permission to give it. Mm-hmm. Actually, after the conversation I'm about to tell you, she that's the last time I talked to her. So anyhow, um, um, she was standing in front of my door. She never came into my apartment. She never stepped foot into that damn thing. Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyhow. I was talking to her, she said something, and I said something back, and then she said, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I am not your ex-wife. Exactly, boy. Mm. When she said that, I was like, wow, I've been talking to her, I've been dealing with everybody as if they were going to respond to me the way my my ex-wife was. Mm -hmm. And it dawned on me that I was doing it, and it took a year to stop. Mm Mm-hmm. It took a year for me to stop relating to people like they were going to be interacting with me like my ex-wife. Yep. I've had to yeah, say so. that to a guy the other day, too. Mm. Like, I, 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 I almost forbade him, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I said to him, well, I mean, I'm not your past relationship. We're not in a relationship, right? Mm. You're talking to me like if we've been in, like, in a relationship for a long time. Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Right? I said that to him. But, yeah, I don't know if you changed yet, but, you know. Yeah, I think, actually, I said, uh, uh, you know, took, uh, I was out of the relationship six months. I think I was actually out of the relationship for a year, and then it took mm-hmm. another six months for me to stop it because I was in sales, so it made it a little easier for me to notice when I was doing stuff because my whole job was about talking and writing, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it, it took a while. It took significant time for me to start dealing with people the way they really are instead of the way... I was reacting to my my ex going to say the next thing she's going to say, whatever that was. So that was that was heavy. But you know, right. when, when people deal with a with a um, painful relationship, they're dealing with the, all the negativity. And then when people walk up to them, the people have to fight through the negativity to get to that person. Right. That sucks. And that's what men have to deal with. That's part of what men have to deal with. Yeah. You know. Men also get left with emotional scars because women, you know, scar them up with their language, with their emotional outbursts. I was on a train last night coming home from this public speaking event that I was doing last night, right? So I'm at this mm-hmm. restaurant. I'm at this restaurant in, in Queens, and I'm on the train coming home, and this lady has a baby, and this baby screamed and had a hissy fit. Wow. The whole time that she was on the train. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, he's doing it because he, that's how he knows how to get his mama to do stuff. He's a right. baby. He, you know, he's still, in the, he's still in the baby stroller. But mm-hmm. she's training him to have, emotion, to have emotional outbursts as a way to get things done. She's yeah. training him to be a little bit, to, to grow up to be a big baby by letting him do that as a little baby. She need to train mm-hmm. him to communicate in better ways. I was feeling bad for the kid, but, you know, he's getting trained to leave people with emotional scars because if he's mm-hmm. going to be screaming at people when he gets bigger, which I got, mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope he comes out of that one. I hope he does not have the, the, the kind of future that it looks like he's going to have based on the way his mother don't know how to raise him because she, like she was clueless in there with him. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, you know, she's a ghetto chick. And, uh, 
you know, I think she had two other kids with her, small kids, but they was, you know, surrendering to him, too, because he was demanding this and demanding that, and he wanted to play with her phone and all of this stuff. And I'm like, God, I'm kidding. Hmm. And, you know, a, a guy, it's hard for a guy to teach, tell a woman how to be a parent. You know, as a matter of fact, I don't even recommend it. What he should do is take care of her, take care of the child his way when, when the mom's not around. Right? Got to get right. his mom the relationship. But, man, that was that was rough. And and, huh. and so, you know, we do a lot of huh. the things that used to, used to work when we were babies. We still do some of those things as grownups. And, and yeah. having emotional outbursts is one of them. Right. You know. <laughs> so, I think we all do. <laughs> yeah, to some degree, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, as, as you get more mature, regardless right. of the age, you'll do that less and less because you'll find better ways, more effective ways, more enrolling ways maybe maybe more difficult to do but the payoff is much better by doing it different ways but women leave men with emotional scars you know they make men chase them they make men um uh prove themselves they make men you know do things in order to you know uh, to pay a fee in order to do anything with her you know um you know the things that they say and do women often do not leave men better than they found them they usually leave men worse than they found out. I'm not, I'm not, listen, and I'm not saying that you know, all women are like that. Yeah, I'm not saying that okay. women are messed up. I'm saying that that's what men have to deal with. Right. You know, I'll tell you from my own personal experience, I have uh, broken up with women and uh, two of them kicked me. Kick really? Me. Yeah, not, not like stomp kick. You know, oh, like okay. they put the, the flat they put the flat part of their foot up against my body several times. With really? Four. Yeah. Kick. Oh. Like, like stomping on me sideways. I was sitting there. First time it happened, I was sitting in front of my apartment building um, in Manhattan, and I told this woman I, I was breaking up with her. I needed to get back to my, child, my child's mother, which was not a good move anyhow. And she was so hurt and pissed off that she's sitting next to me, and she just stomped on me. Stopped wow. on me like seven or eight times. He's a little bitty thing. I think he was five feet tall, weighed about 110 pounds on me. A little bitty thing, 20, 20, whatever it was. I just call it slim because he was so small, you know. <laughs> wow. She stopped on me, man, like six or seven times. He was so pissed off. She couldn't know what to do. Another woman, <laughs> I, you know, I was, uh, after I had already finished my, my uh, relationship, my, my marriage for a while, I was ready to divorce and everything. Um, another woman I was dating, uh, she thought I was cheating on her. And I told her I had to go pick up my my uh, my ex wife from the hospital from the, uh, from the airport because I promised because her my mother and the whole family went down to Florida I was the only one I was you know it's funny because I used to say to myself Dad to my mother who who whose mother are you my my mother or my wife's mother whose mother are you because they used to get along so well it was annoying <laughs> <laughs> they start talking I got to leave them alone I'm like wow. <laughs> yeah, whose mother are you exactly? I'm like, can, you, can you explain that to me again? Right? So anyhow, it was fine. It was fine. I I, I laugh at it a little bit. So uh, I was actually happy because I, I, I know it could have been worse if it was the other way around, right? Of course. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyhow, um, I needed to go pick up my ex because she needed to be home. And, um, she couldn't come back in Monday morning like the rest of them because she had to be at work Monday morning. So I probably, you know, I had told uh, two weeks before they went out that I would go and pick her from the airport, but my my ex. You know, ex, she thought that I was going to, you know, go pick my ex-wife up. And she didn't want me around any woman because she busted me cheating. I don't even blame her. She busted me cheating, right? 
So we went mm-hmm. to this event. I told her, I told her, I told her for days. I told her that day in the morning. And as I was getting ready to go, now we're coming back. She's in the back of the chair. She was drunk, no question about it. But she started stomping on me, kicking me from the back of the thing. I'm in, I'm in the, she's in the front seat, and I'm in the back mm-hmm. seat. And she's kicking me from the front seat to the back seat. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was uh, that was the last that was the last time we went out because it was like, listen, you know, she, she had alcohol problem anyhow. But I mean, like, like you just can't just kick on me, you know? I mean, come on, I mean, she's so she's so little. If I if I if I if I yawn and stretch, I'd knock her out. She's so little, you know what I mean? <laughs> How tall are you? Five foot eleven and uh, way more than I want to say. I'm over two hundred pounds. So, but anyhow, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she's like another little bitty because I I like little bitty women really. So, um, right. yeah, she she was you know stomping on me and the, and the girl that was driving the car, her, her cousin I think was driving the car. She's like, Will you stop? She's trying to get her okay. stop too, but she's too busy. Oh, she didn't listen to nobody. I had another woman who was you know I was dating. She just I, I we never had sex. We never really got intimate. She was just way too fat for me. I met her when I was selling cars, and she was um. Uh, had a great voice. Her voice was so sexy. Oh my god! When people, when she would call into the dealership to, to ask for me, they would say, "Yo, yo, tone, the, the voice is calling you," because everybody would hear that. Voice. <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh my! Wow. She was she was she was known as the voice. But when I saw her, she had sent me a picture of her daughter saying, "That's what she looks just like a daughter." So oh, when, I finally, no. when, I, when I finally met her, I did not know this. When I finally met her. Mm-hmm. She was the fattest chick I ever even thought about oh, hanging out with. So I was like, okay, listen, we got to know each other, you know, mentally and all of that stuff. We got to talking, we're flirting. She's, you know, successful woman. Let me see if I can get past this fatness. And I just could not. I mean, when I first saw her, you know, her back was to the back of the chair. She had a small car, but her tits was rubbing the the, the, the steering collar. I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle it. Oh, uh, no. She just was, listen, I mean, I can handle a little chunk, but not. I couldn't handle that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, finally she was like, okay, so what are we going to do here? You want to you wanna, you wanna get in a relationship with me? She, she, was, she paid for the meals when we went out, the whole thing, right? I was really? Like, I, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. She got insulted, hurt. She didn't say much. She said, well, you know, you can get the bus right here. She dropped me off. It must have been midnight in Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But the problem is she dropped me off 10 minutes after the last bus. Hmm. And so it, it wasn't Newark. It was Orange, New Jersey, which was a city that was next to the border of Newark. So I had to walk through Orange, through Newark, to get to the train to take me home. It was a four-and-a-half-hour trip. And I'm wow. thinking, okay, I was, you know what I thought? I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I've been beat up and kicked and all that stuff a couple of times. I'm like, fine. I'll just go home. If this is the price for breaking up, fine, I'll take it. And then <laughs> I got home about five-ish, and then she called me to see if I got home okay. Oh, that was <laughs> I wanted to kill her. And then the last one. The last one was I broke up with this woman, and then a couple of weeks later, she came. Uh, about a week later, she came to me and uh, told me that, that she was pregnant and I uh, needed to pay oh. for the abortion. Uh, I needed to pay for the abortion. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I got to pay her to break up with her. Damn. You know, so <laughs> women don't often leave men better than they found them. 
You know, well, listen, Tony, it works yeah. the opposite, too. The opposite way, too, you know? So much more. I agree. I'm just telling you that this is what guys are walking around with. This is, yeah. not, this is not justifying how bad women are. I'm just telling you that this is what happens. A lot of them, yes. Yes, yeah, I get I, it. And I, know, and I know men do it worse because I was one of those guys. Yeah. Great. Oh, one of those guys. <laughs> I'll so you got you back some of what you gave, okay? Oh, I got back everything I ever gave. Oh my God! Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, if you want, if you want to hear a couple, I'll tell you. I mean, because it's you know it's appropriate to this conversation. I'll tell you a couple of times. So what I got? Um, mm-hmm. uh, one time I was uh, messing around with this woman, and uh, mm-hmm. it was pretty exciting. We knew it was just about sex. It was very exciting. I mean, one time we had sex in the middle of the street on in the afternoon in Manhattan. That's hard. Wow. That's hard. Right? That is so, anyhow, so ridiculous. Oh, my God. I uh, know. She had a skirt on and was leaning up against the chair, and she was grinding and rubbing while I was inside. It was fun, man. Oh, my God. I, I was like, <laughs> I'm on 20th okay. Street. I'm on 20th Street. I'm on 20th Street. I'm like, no shit. I was like, man. That was, man. That was oh, my point. God. That was a high point. Anyhow, later on after that, uh, sometime, I don't know if it was the next time or the next time after that, but anyhow, the last, anyhow so one day, you know, we went to the hotel, we did our thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she happened to notice I was putting Vaseline on my skin. And she said, why are you doing that? I said, well, partly because it helps me keep my skin looking young. But I, but recently I found out that if I did that, it would keep uh, my wife being able to smell you on my skin. <laughs> yeah, mm. and that was the last time I ever saw her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, what? what? She already knew I was married and everything, but for me to say that, uh, that you was didn't like, know? No, I did not know. I was the insult of all insults. I didn't know that until I started coaching people how insulting and stupid that blind that was. Another um, time is uh, the woman that kicked me that, that, you know, when I told her I had to go pick up my ex-wife, the reason mm-hmm. why she kicked me and the reason why she was so worried about me is because uh, I had, around Christmas, the year we was dating, uh, must have been 95, I think it was 1995. So I was um, cheating on her with another woman who knew about the woman that I was dating. So she, the, the, the girl on the side, wow. knew that she was the girl on the side. She knew I had somebody, right? So she, right. I normally I normally would be um, with the main chick between Sunday night and Friday night, Saturday. Wow. And, that, uh, and then I would be, and then I would be with my kids Sunday all day. That was my day with my kids on Sunday. So mm-hmm. uh, this one particular time, my uh, my girl on the side, she um, happened to drive through the dealership that I was working at. I saw her, and I all of a sudden had this, this, this urge to be with her. So mm-hmm. I, call, I called, uh, you know, my main chick. I told her that I was going to uh, uh, stay home Saturday night because I, I didn't want to disturb her and trouble her because I wasn't driving yet at the time. I didn't want to disturb mm-hmm. her and make her drive me from East Orange back to Jersey City so that I could go be with my kids for the day. So she was like, okay, fine. She was fine. So then, you know, I had my girl on the side come by at my house. And normally we would mm-hmm. jump in the next 15, 20 minutes into that. But for some reason, she was just laying there and we were watching TV. And, and I'm sitting there in my in my underpants and T-shirt. But mm-hmm. I still got clothes on, too. And, and then the door opened. What? Because, because I had – I gave – to my apartment to my main chick. Wow. Yeah, so she walks in where I got my chick on the side is laying on the sofa. We're watching TV and I'm sitting up. I'm not laying down. I'm sitting up 
in, you know, my T-shirt and drawers. And my main chick walks in with her cousin, and she sees me. And what? With her cousin? Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, her cousin <laughs> was an 18-year-old boy. He wasn't, you know, he was a mm-hmm. nerdy kind of guy. But still, she came, cause she came in to bring food and surprise me, and let's play some cards. That's what she was coming to do. Oh, my goodness. She walks in on me. Wow. She loses her fucking mind. I don't even blame her. And she she screams her ass a race. And by the way, the girl on the side would have kicked her ass if she had touched it. She was, I already knew who would have won that fight, and I, I didn't want that to happen. But anyhow, uh, I got in trouble with both of them behind that one, as you can imagine, right? So, like, I've done, like I said, I've done some stuff. And then the girl on my side, on the side, when I finally broke up with the one who walked in on me uh, around mm-hmm. Christmas, the reason why I remember it was Christmas because she tore up my... Um, she tore up my Christmas tree. Wow. She tore the Christmas tree. Three weeks later, I was still finding pine needles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was sleeping the floor. Three weeks later, I still got pine needles on the floor. You're lucky. You're lucky it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then I ended up breaking up with the, you know, the main chick because she stomped on me because she was worried I was going to cheat with my ex-wife because of her walking in on me when I... Cheated on her the first time, right? So, <laughs> so um, I started to date the, the the girl on the side because I already knew I actually really did like the girl on the side more than I liked my main chick. Right. So I start. So you know, my, uh, the the Monday after that incident, that was a Saturday night. The Monday after that incident, I talked to my chick on the side. She said, "Listen, you stupid ass. If I knew you had given her keys, I'd have never walked in your fucking apartment. Listen, let me tell you something. You're a fucking bum and all of that, but I still love you. So here's the deal." I'm never going to be nobody's girl on the side anymore. So I love you. I'll wait for you. You want to come to be with me? Fine. But in the meantime, I'm not going to be a girl on the side no more. So you let me know. I'll wait for you, but you let me know. And she did. So that was that was okay. December. That was December. And mm-hmm. uh, I actually didn't talk to her again until April of the next year. And we started hanging mm-hmm. out, and I was like, I was thinking I want to get rid of this other chick because she has alcohol problems. And she, 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 really mm. had, she really had a major alcohol problem. So, um but uh, the girl on the side wouldn't let me, like, she couldn't, she did not want to let me be into her life. You know, she wouldn't combine, right. you know. Uh, I couldn't blend life with her. She wouldn't let me jump into her life. Her kids, she kept me away from her kids and that kind of stuff, right? So anyhow, right. anyhow, um, when I finally broke up with the main chick and started dating the, the, the chick on the side exclusively, as soon as I gave my heart to her, mm-hmm. she started doing everything I ever did to anybody. She did that shit to me. Wow! Finally, finally, she dumped me for another guy. I actually sought them. Oh man, it was painful. I chased her. I begged her to take me back for a year and a half. Wow! Oh, oh my God! Not only that, but I remember, you know, she. This was the, one of the more painful things I've ever experienced. I wanted to be with her. I knew she had this guy. I was hoping that if she came out, if she I hoped I could see her, and she would come out, and I would be able to, you know, talk to her, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my car about four four cars behind, you know, away from her house so she couldn't tell I was sitting there. And she comes out, and then this new boyfriend comes out. What? And they, they're talking, and they're hugging. And then they, they start kissing, and the kids come out, and they're just watching them kiss. And then, you know, she's still hugging them in front of the kids. And I am, I feel like I got 14 spears in my chest because... One, she's hugging this guy in public and kissing this guy in public in front of her house, which mm-hmm. she never, she never did that with me. 
And then two, the kids are okay with it. She's doing it in front of the kids. She's including him into her life. She never denied me. I was so crazy. So, listen, anything I ever did to a woman, I got it back to me. (laughs) Mm. My my karma is clear. My conscience is clear. I'm good. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I I agree with you. You know, yeah, you know, you know, guys do the same thing and worse to women. I totally understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I've done, done it. Right. <laughs> you so know, you can I can speak I, on it. It's good. Yeah, yeah, I've, I, I, I got plenty more. I'm just going to leave you with those. I got plenty more. I'll, I'll, I'll have, I want to save some for later when we go to different sessions and I got to explain some more stuff, but, uh. Yeah, I was, right. I was I was a creep, a bum, a cheater, a liar. Ah, man, I did the whole thing, man. Right. I was I used to be Saul. Now I'm Paul. The same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyhow, so here's what it's like. Here's what it's like for a man on his end. Mm-hmm. You know, women he he women don't leave him better than he found them. They focus on men's mistakes and weaknesses rather than their strengths. Right. Um. They lack, men lack the knowledge. They may give men a hard time for their lack of knowledge about how to manage a relationship. Mm-hmm. Men, women make men wrong for not being able to read women's minds. Yes, I know that for a fact. I do. I was. Uh, <laughs> I used to. <laughs> yeah, that's why you got to keep asking that question. Anytime you think he's supposed to read your mind, ask that question. Right. Yeah. Instead, mm-hmm. try to read his mind instead. You understand? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, women give men a hard time for focusing on wanting to be successful. Some um, women, I don't know why they would do that, but you know. That's yeah, well, that's be, that's because they want him to focus on feeling, nothing more than feeling. You know. What I, mean? I know, but you have to use your head. Come on, the, the job is going to provide a future, financial stability, security. <laughs> I'm feeling what you're saying, but that ain't, you know, what you're saying, you know, is cute and everything, but that ain't what they think. <laughs> how come you're not, how come you're not like me? Because I'm a man. Sorry. Did I, did I tell you that as a man? I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm a man. M-A-N. Man. Right. Man. Right. You need me to explain to you what that means, what that is? You know, like that, right? So... <laughs> the women yeah. also, yeah. So, so um, uh, what else is uh, what's wrong with men that women kind of do deal with? But but it's really his problem more than anything else. Um, whether they whether a woman even realizes it or not, it's still his problem internally. Is that that um, there's a difference between winning and success. Winning is about you. Success is about everybody winning. Right. And so men who have never been taught the difference between success and winning mm-hmm. um, are uh, not mature. They don't have a life purpose. They're not playing a game in life that's big enough for them to focus on the game and rather than trying to make themselves feel better. Right. And so if they're dealing with, and we're going to talk a lot about more about that later down the road. But when men are when women are de- when, when men are dealing with that, and then top of all the other stuff that women make them wrong about, mm-hmm. then it, you know it's amazing that a man gets enough nerve to actually go talk to a woman. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, 
So that's what it's like to some degree being a man. Mm-hmm. So now um, I have another assignment for you. Okay. So the assignment is going to be um, you're going to ask uh, three three men two questions. Mm-hmm. The, the, the questions you're going to ask is, what, is what's it like being a man? And mm-hmm. what do you think it's like being a woman? You're going to ask right. three men this. You're going to ask three men this. You're going to make sure it's a conversation. It's not going to be one answer. It's actually right. a conversation. You're going in. No, I don't want no one answer anything. I never take one answer anything Great. from a Great. Great. <laughs> conversation, Great. yes. Great. You, you're going to have you, you gotta have that conversation last at least 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. that means that they, because when you ask them and they just give you the answer, that'll be the end of it for them. So you don't have to keep the conversation going so you can get more gold, more riches out of them. Exactly. So you want to have this be at least a 15-minute conversation, number one. Number two, you want to keep asking clarifying questions so they can go yes. deeper. And number three, you cannot interrupt them, not even no. once. You know why? Do you know why? Yeah, they'll get distracted and go on to, it's it's like a, an escape. They won't want to continue, I guess. Exactly, but there's another reason why. The reason why, the main reason why is because the best thing that comes out of a man's mouth is the last thing he says. But if you never let him get to the last thing he's going to say, because men talk out loud. We're thinking out loud. That's why we, we're talking, you know. And um, right. if, you don't, oh. if, you don't, if, you, if you interrupt us while we're thinking out loud, we'll never get to the conclusion. And if we do, we ain't telling you because you just interrupted us. Okay, got it. Wow. Yeah. So you can't interrupt them not even once. And then okay. and then after that, you want to write down what you got from that. And we're going to talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, good. All right, mm-hmm. next. Uh, so now we talked about, you know, what's wrong with men. Right. Now, we, now we're going to talk about what's great about men. Okay. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay, I was laughing at you because you're like, oh, okay, let's let's go. You know, we're all enthusiastic and whatnot, you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, great. So I'm going to ask you, what's great about men? Oh, men are, they're, they're beautiful. They are um, strong. They are, I don't know, good to talk to. They make you feel good. They... They are good fathers for the most part. A lot of them are good fathers. They are in control. They're strong. They are um, so many good things. They are good providers for the most part, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. They know how to make you feel good. I don't know. That's what I think. There's a yeah. lot more. Well, what else you got? Well, they... they they love they love women. Mhm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. They love women. They um. They are protective. Right. They make you feel secure for the most part if they're good. If they love you, they love you. Mhm. Yep. Okay, you tell me now. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's funny because because women's concern for safety and security is so high, it seems to be very difficult for y'all to see a lot of great things because you're too busy mm-hmm. looking at what can go wrong so you can keep yourself safe and secure and do something about it. Right. It's hard for y'all to focus on what's great. Mm-hmm. It's, really, it's really a challenge. So it's, that's usually I don't get much more than what you just said when I, if I ask you what's great about men. But when I say right. what's wrong with men, man, women go on about 10 minutes with that one. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah, you focus, on, focus on what's not working, you know, because that way we yeah. can make sure it's working. If I can't find anything that's not working, that means everything is fine. Until right. then, I ain't sure. Right, so that's how you know women be looking at, it. and so um, uh, what was I going to say um, about men? Um, you know, your list was generous. You said one thing twice. I, I really got a kick out of it. I'll, I'll tell you what it is in a minute. But um, uh, something I was something you said that made me want to say something. All of a sudden, I don't have it right now. So I guess it'll have to come back to me. Something you said mm-hmm. about men. Well, I'm glad that you like them, that's for sure. Um, that's a good thing. Yeah. All right. All right, so if it comes back to me, it'll come back to me. Otherwise, don't worry about it. It'll, it'll come up some other time because I'm, I know mm-hmm. it was in, in the service of this, this, this conversation in, in this program. So anyhow, um, here's what's great about men, and it's a long list too. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> strong. First word I got is strong, and you said that right. word twice. I really got a kick out of that one. Right. You chose my first word, twice. <laughs> Strong, confident, leaders, wise, aggressive, self-directed, yes. self-directed, sexy, exciting, brave, heroic, providers, focused, protective, gentle, fun, generous. Honorable, sacrificing, tough, paternal, creative, durable, athletic, savvy, comforting, dependable. By the way, I'm going to send you both of these lists, right? So you can have them. Grounding. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're going to remember this stuff. Grounding, Mm -hmm. solid, passionate, honest, vulnerable. Champions, happy, daring, nurturing, physical, resilient, loving, sensitive, rational, stable. What do you say? Men are sensitive? Yeah, I love that men are sensitive sometimes. And men, they're vulnerable. I love the soft side of men, the strong mm. men who are then vulnerable and soft. Oh, gosh, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally get it. Rational, <laughs> stable, effective at friendships, easy, beards and hairy, you know, hair on mm-hmm. guy, uh, the muscles, business yes. sense. Has a business sense, risky, acts of service, adventurous, go-getters, has a savior mentality, want to save people, save women, technically mm-hmm. savvy, uh, technically savvy, caring, affectionate, concerned, 
passionate about dreams and goals, deliberate, clear, purposeful, supportive. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. All these yep. wonderful things about men. Yeah, women don't notice none of this stuff because they're trying to avoid everything in that first list. They're paying attention. But to we first want list. to. We want it, but they don't show us show it to us. Well, you got to keep asking that question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, the more you ask the question, the more you'll end up asking the question first off, right? The more you what's ask it, the more men? you'll ask it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. not, you can you ask yourself what's great about men or what's great about him, but I was actually more referring to what must he, what was, what must he be thinking that made him feel that what he Oh, you mean that question exactly? Yeah. Want him? Yes, okay. Yes, yeah. so you want to keep asking that question because first off, Well, two things are going to happen. It's going to be interesting. One is the more you ask that question, the more you're going to want to ask that question. Uh The second thing is the more you ask that question, the more you're not going to need to ask that question. Uh Uh-huh, yes. Both at the same time. Because what will happen is you'll get answers, and then you won't have to ask that that question about that particular guy or that particular situation anymore, but it will make you think, oh, what about these situations? And so what will happen is you'll – You'll be asking that question, and you, that question will evolve, mm-hmm. and it'll help okay. you evolve because you'll start learning and noticing new things as you ask that question. Right. So you know, so today might be, you know, why isn't he calling me? What must he be thinking that, that make him uh, feel that he don't need to call me? Would might be today's question. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, next year it might be. What must he be thinking that made him feel like he can't be vulnerable around me? That might be next year's mm-hmm. question. You know, uh, right. two years from now, two years from now, it might be, what must he be thinking that made him feel that he can't, that he doesn't have any confidence in himself? It might be that question mm-hmm. later, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll ask these questions, and as you answer these questions, you'll start really understanding men in general and the man you're asking about in particular to the point where you'll be able to see through men because you asked this question and got you enough so many answers that you actually can see through men. Mm-hmm. You actually can predict how they're going to be for the most part, not specifically, but generally speaking. I mean, because I yeah. asked this question, I've asked this question a lot over the years about women, and this is how come I can talk about women because I've been there, I've been trying to analyze and have these, this question answered for me when it comes to y'all. You know, like, right. you know, how come how come they have such a hard time Coming up with what's great about men, because they're always looking for what's wrong. So you ask them, you ask them a question they ain't used to answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know it's like me talking to that girl as if she was my ex-wife. I mean, I'm so used to talking to my ex-wife, I'm not used to talking to nobody else. Why should I? Why, I was supposed to go any other way, right? It's right. kind of like that. But I had to yeah. ask myself that question so I could be responsible for supporting women in those areas, and then also mm-hmm. talk her language at the same time. So that's why mm-hmm. that question is so powerful. Never stop asking that question. You ask that question to okay. the ground. Okay. You know what I mean? So the more you ask it, the more you learn, and then the more you'll want to ask it until it mm-hmm. becomes a natural part. At some point, you won't actually ask the question specifically. At mm-hmm. a certain point, you'll just look for the answer. Right. At, at a certain point, that'll just be your that'll be your your question filter. It'll be who you be. You don't even have right. to ask. Like, like I don't, I don't find myself asking those words anymore. I just look for the answer. 
Right. Yes, I got it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it'll be like second. And you're so right, though. Sorry, because I'm really, I, I, I'm still. Well, of course, it's only, only my second se- session. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for what is wrong because I'm so used to getting what's wrong from with men, like mm-hmm. how they behave. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. Okay, so he's not calling because. It's, he has some tricks up his sleeve, and I'm um, he's not able to to fulfill those tricks, so that's why he stopped calling. I come yep. to the wrong conclusions. Yeah, because right? you're not coming. You're not coming to his conclusions. That's why I tell you to to do that. Um, you know, ask that question for the rest of your life, so you can actually right. get. You know, what's his conclusions? It's interesting, and it's kind of challenging too. I don't understand. Mhm. Oh, we get it. Right. So, um, so, so, yeah. So that's what's great. That's what's great about men. And and you know, I want to remind you again of what men look for in a woman because I'm about to ask you this question. And so mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what men want, and then I want to ask you a particular question. So, uh, okay. to let you know how men qualify, well, what all men want. Men don't necessarily qualify women. They do, but not really. Uh, if I was going to sum up a man's qualification structure for a woman is, is she is she acting like, is she being the type of woman that would be my wife? Mm-hmm. That's what the guy is looking for. If she ain't the type of woman that would make my life better with her in my life than without her, and she's acting exactly the way I would want, I would want my wife to act, then I'm not really all that enrolled. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. nice. Sex is great, but I'll wait. You know, so like that, right? And so the things that the six things that the man want, I'll just say it again, is they want sex, they want attention, they want to be accepted, they want you to be attractive, their kind of style, their kind of way. They want mm-hmm. you to be an emotionally safe space. They don't want you, you know, screaming and ranting and raving and losing your mind around them, because that'll give them emotional scars. And at last, is they want to be treated the way they want to be treated, which means you need to learn who they are and treat them the way they would like to best be treated. And if right. a woman does all six of those things, then uh, he's um, going to be very happy and he ain't going to want to let her out of the sight for long. I'm going to work, mm-hmm. but you better be here when I come back home, you know, kind of like that. Right. <laughs> you know, because I, I miss you so much if you do. All right, now. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Here, okay, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. Right this minute, can you handle, could you handle the man of your dreams if he was standing in front of you right this minute? Yes. You feel confident enough in yourself that you can handle, maybe you may not get it right, but like you're emotionally stable and safe enough that you feel like mm-hmm. if you this the man of your dreams, you could handle it without like losing your mind and, 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 and you know, being triggered and, and all that stuff. Being what? Being triggered, you know, like being somebody that would possibly chase him away, or, um, you know, you have a, a sense of a, a sense of self such that you wouldn't feel like you were getting too much love. No, I want it all. I want him. Yes, I can handle him. Got it. That's the first time I got a yes ever. I Are love you- that. What do you mean? Are you kidding? <laughs> Most women can't handle it. And if they ever give themselves permission to, to be straight with themselves, they realize, I don't know if I'm ready yet. 
I am ready. I have I been you. ready. I got it. I trust you. I'm just happy. I'm just happy to hear that. And, and, and I'm glad that you know that you're ready. I know, I know, I know. And I'm waiting for the right one. I don't want to make a mistake again. I, I don't want to, you know. That's, and that's what this program is all about, how to keep you from making the same mistakes again. So, great. Exactly. Exactly, great. Okay, great. So, um, you know, I was going to have some uh, some follow-up questions, okay. um, you know, around this, which is, you know, how much testosterone can you stand? Because, you know, women, men have, you know, testosterone. And, they, and sometimes if a man is too masculine, it scares women sometimes. Too much. No, I want a strong woman, a strong man, because I'm a strong woman. I got it. You know, you said right? strong a couple of times already. I really, 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 really got it. <laughs> Because I don't want to whip. I would walk all over him. I don't want somebody I can walk all over. I want I want him to be a thinker, a mindful, mm-hmm. strong-minded person who loves me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who is going to be able to say no to me mm-hmm. um, when it's no, you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. like I'm a child or anything, but that he can put me in my place and I can put him in his place when it's needed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I told him. Uh, yep, he has to be able to make me cry. <laughs> Not that I want to cry, but mm-hmm. he has to love me, and I have to know that he loves me, and I want to be uh, able to cry because uh, I want to please him kind of thing. I totally got it. Listen, right. you know, I got this program. It's the equivalent of this one. This one's called Qualifying Man. I got a program for men called uh, to teach men about women. It's called What Women Want from Men. I can't tell him. And what you just mm-hmm. got to understand is something that a woman wants from a man, but she can't tell him that she wants that. Exactly. It has to be there. It's like there's no need to say it. It's just it's either there or it's not. Right. And right. that's why y'all can't tell him what you want. Right. You can't. you can't. It's not even like you don't want to. It's like you can't. It's against no. it's, it's against your instinct. I want a man who, who, won't, who, who won't let me walk all over him. You can't tell them that. Exactly. I know. I mean, my gosh. I can't, from the time I knew myself, Tony, I know that I cannot handle a, a weak man. I can't do it. Mm. I can't do it. Right? So, you know, I've had a guy tell me that I intimidated him. But yet I ended up with him. I had a child for him. Mm. Right? My son just went running so I could speak louder. <laughs> louder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, I ended up with a child for him, but it didn't work because he was too much of a wimp. Mm. Right? So. Well, I've never been accused of being that, but. <laughs> no, he, I mean, I don't know. I, later on, I learned to respect him a bit, but mm. he just was not for me. And the nerve of him to end up cheating on me twice. Mm. <laughs> Well, it's like he was cheating on you with somebody that actually liked him more than you liked him. Maybe, yes, uh, for the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because men need attention, you know? Yeah, that he felt he felt comfortable with. He felt, that, uh, he felt that he needed someone that was subservient to him, that was weaker than him, weaker than me. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, well. No. <laughs> oh, it's just... No, he it didn't work out. It will I, never work out. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay, great. So you are ready. Okay, awesome. 
So now you got another assignment. So your first assignment is um, what's it like being a man and what do you think it's like being a woman? And you're going to ask three right. more questions. And you're going to talk to them in these 15 minutes. And I'm going to email you this stuff. The second thing, your second assignment is who do you need to be in order to attract, keep, and remain happy with Mr. Wright? Attract Mr. Wright, keep Mr. Wright, and remain happy with Mr. Wright, your your guy, perfect guy. Well, mm-hmm. oh, the man of your dreams, and put it like that. This perfect guy for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to write an essay, you know, think about it. What do I need to do in order to be uh, able to attract, keep, and remain happy with, with Mr. Wright? Because here's one of the challenges. When people don't know who they are, they don't know if they're still going to like what they want after they get it. Right. So you need to know. And I think you're capable of it, but you need to know what you want and still and know that you're still going to want it after you get it. Most folks don't know that. Right. They be, you know, doing their thing, but uh, it don't be there. They don't know if what they like, they're still going to like it when they get it. They don't know that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so you Yeah, know, I've had that experience before. Yeah, we all have, you know, just, you know, some of us have it for a longer period of time than others, but uh, mm-hmm. there's very little There's very little that I want that I don't know if I'm still going to want it when I get it or not. Right. Very little, so. Um, mm-hmm. Anyhow, so that's that. So that is the uh, end of today's session. This session went a little quicker than I thought it was going to go because, you know, you are the bomb and you are focused and you are really ready for this program, so I'm, a, I'm appreciative of it. Um, but I'm going to uh-huh. declare, you know, today's session complete. We about 15 minutes quicker than than I normally think it would be. Um, okay. I don't, I, I don't have to go 90 minutes, but you know, I'm uh-huh. thinking this, I give it 90 minutes. But if it is, you know, uh, if, we, if we go quicker, that's fine. You know, for the both of us, because I want to make sure you get the content, and I'm I'm clear that you're really getting what we're talking about here. You know. Yes, I am. I am. Totally got that. I am. I am loving it. So, uh-huh. um, the, so I'm going to tell you the next. Two sessions. It might take two sessions. It usually takes two sessions. If it doesn't take two sessions, that's because you are really amazing. But uh, it usually takes two sessions. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the top 20 differences between men and women. Okay. It takes two sessions most of the time. <laughs> I've actually okay. had it where, where it's taken three. These are oh, questions. Okay. And, yeah, because uh, it's deep. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you have to actually be able to fit these ideas into your mind such that you could actually use it on the court after I finish talking to you. It, it takes something. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. You know? So, okay. um, so yeah, so starting next week, we're going to cover the top 20 differences between men and women after, you know, we, we, we review your, your assignment. So. Okay. So, um, so that's that. Hmm. Anything uh, you want to say in closing? Um. Not really. I um I have so much to say and, and not enough time, so I'll leave it. No, 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 no. You know, we got, we got a few minutes more. <laughs> no, because um I don't know exactly what it is, but it's just I like to talk about it, right? I mean, this is one of my favorite topics, so I would mm. talk all day about it. So it's okay. It's, it's okay. Okay, so what are you walking away with today that you did not have before this call starts? I'm walking away with um, 
Um, well, the last question you asked me, am I ready? I never really thought of it before, but I am ready, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking away with that. Mm-hmm. And um, knowing that men um, need, um, what did you say? You said that they were, they need to be focused or whatever. I got it, but yeah, I was thinking I was saying they need to be they need attention, but they they they're they need to take care of today, they need to stay focused. Yeah, I said that. Right. So I got it. Um it's hard to put it into words, but I do understand more now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. It's uh it's a feeling thing. It's a knowledge inside my brain. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Okay. As long as as long as it it's you know, the type of um, knowledge that you will use you rather than you trying to use it. You know, like you're in the middle of something and a file pops up. Oh, my God. And then, you know, you can could, you could deal with it. That's, that's exciting. That's that's when you yeah. really know stuff. It's so automatic. Like, you're like right. it is automatic, you know, so that's that's very exciting. So if you got that, you got some experience of auto, being automatic, then then that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we keep we keep going. That's all. Okay, good. And I got that, you know, the list of what what's uh, what's uh, great about men. Oh my god, <laughs> never really, never really delve into it like that. It's it's amazing. It's good. Yep. They're god beautiful creatures. <laughs> god had a great idea when he created man and woman. Wait, remember that song, White Prince? Um, yeah. God must have known what he was doing. It's another spiritual song. God must have known when he was doing when he created you. And mm-hmm. the other one with Prince, it says God created you. I mean, something about the universe. Do you remember the song? It's something like that. I don't remember the exact words, but it was how beautiful it is. Uh, I think it's called Beautiful that he created uh, a woman for him. Mm-hmm. Prince. Yeah, it doesn't, right this minute, I can't say I know that one, but it uh, sounds familiar. Yeah. I just couldn't tell you that. Oh yeah, it's just the word. No, it's like could it be could it be that you something something could it be something like that? Oh. Remember? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that I I seem to remember a could it be song from um from Prince, from Prince. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he was called Prince. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Have an awesome day. Okay, great. We'll we'll um um see you oh, yeah, uh, next on session. a second. Yeah, and, and hang on a second. Let me. Um, I'm gonna end the call, and then I got something I want to say after. Hold on a second. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.